The Keys to Life podcast begin with the idea that women need access to sound wisdom, biblical truth, and practical keys to be empowered in their daily life. This is an offspring of Life Builder Seminars. The Keys to Life podcast is designed to help you transform your life by hearing and knowing the truth so you can walk in greater freedom than you ever thought possible. Life Builder Seminars was started by Dr. Kathy Guerrero nearly 25 years ago with a passion for creating a safe place for women to be equipped and empowered for life. As a counselor, pastor, business owner, and grandmother, Dr. Kathy's passion is to build and empower women. We are so excited you are here and can't wait to see what God has in store for you. Hi everyone, this is uh, Dr. Kathy Guerrero and we are here on our Keys for Life podcast with you today. So I, I'm I'm just so excited because we have our guest, uh, Lexi Brennis. Alexa Brennis is back with us today and we had such a great dialogue. I just want to encourage you, if you were not able to hear that, I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to it because Lexi told us about her journey uh, of how she ended up at the place she is today and what really helped to build and develop her into this great advocate that she is. And so that's really uh, Lexi's passion is to advocate for those who don't have a voice. But what we're going to talk about today is uh, not just finding your voice, but how do we let that make a difference? So here we go. I'm going to tell you, you know what? You better just put your seatbelt on because we've got a lot, a lot to unpack today. So Lexi, can you just greet the audience and then we'll just jump jump in the boat or out of the boat. I don't know which way we're going to go. <laughs> we let's do it. <laughs> so hi, audience. My name is Alexia, um, also known as Lexi. I have a wonderful husband. Me and my husband met in middle school and we've been together ever since we were 13. We have five kids and um, about three years ago I went paralyzed from the neck down. So I went over that last uh, podcast about a little bit over my journey. But yeah, I'm so glad to be here today. Uh, walking, talking miracle. Yes. And everyone that has prayed for me and you know, just been a light in a dark place, mm. you know, has made all the difference in my life. So I want to, you know, give back and be impactful and, and, and make sure that I can also impact others. So wonderful. And you are. She, she's, I tell you, she's just a great, great gal. But you know what I'd, I'd like to talk a, a little bit about today uh, is the fact that uh, when when we have passion, how how can we allow that passion to build a platform for us to really speak about the things that we we know God's called us to be a voice about? So, so how about how, Lexi? How do you do that? How would you encourage people? Because I know that you deal with uh, city council and PTA meetings and uh, school board meetings and things like that. So, you just give us a little insight to that. So, passion is passion is a great thing to have. It's it can be oftentimes filled with emotion. So, you have to be very 
uh, you have to be very careful with emotion when you mix passion and emotion. Um, I remember a wise doctor once told me that <laughs> <laughs> that you have to be in control of your emotions. <laughs> Don't let your emotions be in control of you. Oh, gee, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a quote from Dr. Kathy Guerrero. <laughs> She's phenomenal, guys. Um, so yeah, so I think uh, using your passion as a platform, you first have to get yourself in check. Sometimes, um, you know, we can be so emotional about something or so passionate about something that it becomes a watered down message. So you mm-hmm. have to make sure that when you're using your your passion, um, that you have your emotions in check. Because a lot of times when I go to board meetings, um, I have to speak in front of an audience. I have to speak in front of all of these government officials. And it could be intimidating at times. Sure. And a lot of times they don't like what I'm saying. And they don't really prefer for me to be there talking about issues. <laughs> that was a nice way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wouldn't really prefer me to, to speak on some issues and, and shed light on some issues that that are there because it's going to take a lot of manpower oftentimes to really, you know, change a dynamic. Mm-hmm. And so um, I have to remind myself that I'm not here for them. I'm not even there for myself. And, Very good. And it is, uh, it can be intimidating. It can be discouraging. But after all is said and done and you see the change in in the families or in whatever it is that you're passionate about that you're speaking out against or out for, not always, it's not always against something, but it can be for something. Good. Very good. Um you you feel a sense of fulfillment. You you feel that passion really begin to burn and cultivate something in you that you can then deposit into somebody else. So good, so good. that's one way you can use your your good. passion and a platform. Good. So so what what I hear you saying then to our audience is that we have to allow our passion to have purpose. Yes. And if we emote. A, a wrong emotion, yeah. then it can backfire on us. Absolutely. So uh, self-control is so vitally important, which of course we know is one of the fruit of the Spirit. Yes. That's an outgrowth of God's Spirit in us. And so, you know, those are things that we just find as we grow, we are more aware of them and we have to then take responsibility for them and apply yes. uh, certain principles in order to get the right results that we're after, right? And, you know, saying all that, I, I want to go back and, you know, it tells us in Ephesians 4.15 that we have to speak the truth in love. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. Uh, you know, we, we can all be passionate about something that we see as a truth and, an, and a need, and, and we can then begin to, instead of of speaking it in, in love, we, we can begin to growl, you know, yeah. hey, don't show your teeth over this one unless it's in a smile, right? Yeah. And so well, share a little bit about that with us because, you know, Lexi, over the years, she was a tough yeah. child. Yes, I was. I, I've known her since she was a toddler and she's been through many ages and stages. But, That's right. But here she is with the, the the beautiful beautiful product that God is raising up I'm telling you. So parents listen, let me just speak to you. Don't give up on your kids. Don't. There's hope. There There's is. always hope. There if is. you keep praying, 
So, you know, don't leave it to somebody else to pray for your kids. You pray for your kids. Absolutely. So saying all that to say, uh, give give us a little little insight about uh, speaking the truth in love. Uh, Well, um, I remember um, when I was younger, I would say things that I felt were truth. And often they were maybe my truth, but okay. it wasn't there the you truth. Go. Okay. Um, so there has to be a distinguish. You have to be able to distinguish what is actual truth and what is your truth that may be attached to a, a false emotion that you're right. having. Right. Or just plain old opinion. Opinion. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so so um, I would always say, oh, I'm going to say, I'm, well, it was the truth. Like, I'm going to say it and it would be offensive or hurtful and it, you know, but I had to really learn how to speak truth in love. And for me, um, I had to first experience love from the Father. Good. Before I can, you know, put myself in a partnership with his word. Because when I felt loved from God the Father, I then could see people how he seed them, how he would see them. And when um, reading the word of God and really getting that, that food and that substance in me, I was able to understand, you know, not all truths have to be said or maybe they you know there are truths that do need to be said especially in you know my advocacy there are truths that need to be said mm-hmm. but how do you say them good very how good. there's always a way of saying things and oftentimes like when i go to these board meetings in the school systems if there's something that i see is very perverse for example um and i and i speak you know to bring light to it I have to remember what my core values are. I have to remember Good. what my morals are. I have to remember what the principles that, you know, I choose to live by are. And it, for me, if it's a biblical stance, when you go to a board, when I go to a board meeting, I can't always say, "Oh, you know, it says here in this scripture, you know, X, Y, and Z." I have to keep it very strategic. I have very to keep good. it very it's very it's good. all fact. It's all truth. Very good. But let's let's take out all the emotion and let's understand that we're here to partnership with each other instead of fight against each other. So good. So good. And also, you know, uh, a lot of times people forget that when they're speaking to a group and they have passion, uh, their life doesn't back it up. Yeah. And so we we have to, if we're going to talk the talk, then we have to walk the walk. Right. And uh, so we have to really keep ourselves, as you said, in accordance with our own core values. So what we live, people can see. And sometimes that speaks a lot louder than our words speak. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. Love that. Okay. So... uh, you know, I'm going to go back to that scripture again because in, in Ephesians 4:15 it says we have to speak the the we have to speak the truth in love for what reason that we may all grow up. Oh, see, <laughs> yeah. I love that yeah. that we may all grow up. So if if we're going to speak the truth, then the end result should be maturity. 
Yeah. Okay. See, that's a big deal. Okay. So uh, talk to us a little bit because I know that you you speak not only to school board and government places and PTA. See, that's a big deal. Yeah. Go to PTA meetings, parents. Uh, But when we're speaking truth, we're, we're actually looking for growth. Yes. Okay, so we're not trying to tear down persons, right. maybe ideologies, but we're trying to not only tear down, but build up yeah. strength in community. So tell me a little bit about how you feel about that, Lex. Well, I think that's a big part, community. Um, community is the heart of, of any, any you know, um, for a child to grow, you need a sense of community. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that, we lose sense of that. And when you have, when you build relationships with people and they get to know who you are, it's less likely that they would be offended with you when you do speak truth. Good. Um, but I, I think that um, community is hard to, to figure out at first because you're trying to build these relationships and sometimes, you know, you, you can meet people that are not at the same um mindset as you mm-hmm. and that's okay you can always encourage them and uplift them right. but don't allow any relationship to pull you away from your purpose very good so i think that is another key thing very um, good for uh, making a difference very good in your passion very good you know i'm hearing you see say these things and it's what keeps popping up in my mind so i'm going to just open another little door right here <laughs> When, when we talk about community, we, we tend to always look outside the family, but the family's a community. Absolutely. And so uh, children can't grow healthy without community. And if you don't have community at home right, and structure and order yes, built on love and proper values, it all falls apart. Absolutely. And, and, and so... Uh, I'm going to go back again a little bit too because our last podcast we talked about because you were a part of a, a whole support group system uh, and a lot of that support system in in those support groups help people to realize that they didn't have the foundational mm-hmm. values of community in their own family. Yeah. So what would you suggest to our audience as far as becoming uh, really intentional about looking at 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 their early childhood formation without becoming critical of their parents how, how do we do that yeah you know that that one was a difficult one for me for sure <laughs> that one that one was uh that one was very eye-opening so I went through the support groups myself before I became you know lead in a lead position and um, when I went through it, the first time I, I took a book, it was called um, Making Peace with Your Past, right? right? And Good. so that first Tim one... Tim Sledge. Yes, Tim mm-hmm. Sledge. Great. Mm-hmm. So I um, did all the deep diving and everything. And, and with that one, you really do begin to identify some of the things that happened in your childhood personally and what role you played and all the different types of dysfunctions and hurts, you know, and then you go through that healing process. Now... That one, you do kind of, not often, but you can get in a, in a position where you're like, oh, that's my parents' fault, or my parents were the reason why I am the way I am. Well, then I took the second class, and the second <laughs> class is Moving Beyond Your Past, right. and also by Tim Sledge, and that one is about taking accountability. 
Good. And so there's only so there is only so much of a human being that you you can sit there and cry and say it was my parents, it was this, it was that, and that's fine. You go through those emotions, um, but but go through them. Don't sit in them. Good. Don't don't sit there and soak and and you know get stuck in it. You have to pick yourself up and say, look, I'm going to take accountability for what I do today because. The next generation depends on it. And my legacy will not die with me. Come on. So good. (laughs) All right. Drop the mic. Go, girl. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, so, okay, I'm going to just jump off of that. So uh, I have to take accountability so that my legacy doesn't stop with me. Right. So that means then that we have to be so cognizant of what we are developing in our children's lives. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you have five of them. Yeah. And listen, I'm going to tell you, she has five of the most beautiful children I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Thank you so much. I mean, they really are. And not just lovely to look at, but they're (laughs) lovely to be around. They are kind and they're honoring and they are courteous yeah, I'm talking about today's society. Yes. Yeah. So, Mom, tell us, give give our audience a little bit of insight on on how you love your children into wholeness. Oh, that's a good one. Um, my my biggest thing is, um, you know, God's love for us is unconditional so true it, it's not conditional based off of what we did that day and even when we look at other people it's like oh well you know you offended me so i'm gonna withdraw my love from you mm-hmm. and that's not that's not the christ mindset that we should be having right so true so when you look at your kids sometimes when they don't get the best grades or when you know they don't win that championship game you wanted them to win or whatever it may be you love them unconditionally and you love them the way that god loves you and not only that, you know, you brought up society. We're talking about how society these days, it, it is, it's really rough. We don't have any social media for our kids. Our kids, you know, when you plug into Christ and unplug from society, you're going to just have a, a way better mindset overall because nowadays everybody's using um, mental health, right? It's mental health awareness. And, and I understand that that is very important. Mental health is a huge, but if you don't have the foundation, you're only driving them to struggle in those areas. True. So what can we do to prevent? Because we always talk about awareness, awareness, but let's talk about preventing. How do we prevent? Well, let's plug them in to, to Christ and unplug them from what society's ideologies tell them they are because that's not in alignment with who they truly are. So for my kids, my kids know and understand that, you know, we look at every human being that that God created them and that Jesus died on the cross for their sins. Whatever their sins may be, and their their relationship with Christ is between them. But we embody Christ when we when we walk, when we talk, whatever we do, the friendships we have, we represent who Christ is. And it can be hard, especially being a little kid and not really, you know, understanding why people are mean or why people are, you know, the way that they are. But for my kids, looking at society, they understand right from wrong because 
you know, I taught them at a very, me and Anthony were very, you know, it was very important to us to teach them at a very young age. And we have to be that example and we have to role model that as hard as it is, like no fighting in front of the kids, you know, having dinner at a specific time at the table and and having that sense of community, like how you were talking about, you know, the community starts for us at the dinner table. So you good. Know, so good. Little things that have, you know, our, the new generation has been robbed of certain experiences because there's never any time left in the day, but you make time for what's important to you. And so if true. your children are important to you, you will make the time to sit down and talk with them and just take a little bit of time to say, how are you doing? And check in. And and life lessons. Everything's a life lesson. Every, the Bible, you can, you can, anything that happens in their day, you can bring it back to the word of God. So true. So true. I love that. You know, that's one of my favorite things is life lessons. You <laughs> yeah. know, every day I'm, I'm learning something new. We're lifelong students. So <laughs> right. thank you for that, Lexi. That was absolutely fabulous. I love it. And, uh, you know, I think, I hate to do this, but I think we're out of time again. <laughs> we can have you back again a couple of times. But listen, uh, again, I'm just going to uh, close off this session. Thank you again, Lexi. Your your wisdom, you're an old soul, a young gal and an old soul. So thank you so much for your wisdom, your insight, and for your dedication to being a voice that is sound and stable that will help to build other lives. You're a real champion. Thank you so much, Lexi. And so I want to say to our audience today, um, please uh, just think about your own responsibilities. We can't lead others' lives for them. We can only live our own. And think about the value that God has for you and that we can then reduplicate that through our lives to others' lives. So I pray that you are blessed, that you are strengthened, that you are increased in your understanding in every way, and that your home is filled with the love of God and His peace at all times. So we will see you at our next podcast, or actually we'll hear you at the next <laughs> podcast. Yes. Okay. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Keys to Life podcast. If this episode inspired you, we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We want to hear all about how God is speaking to you directly. Another way to show your support would be to screenshot, post, and tag us at Life Builder Seminars. Find us on Instagram and Facebook. We are so excited to continue this journey with you. Until next time, may these keys unlock your freedom and transformation.